Squad up pod. I forgot what my highlight was. I feel brain dead. We're all finally actually getting tired, I think. It's showtime, everybody! Showtime! You've been living in a dream world, Neo. This is the world as it exists today. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Listen, we talking about practice. They peed on the dude's rug. Donnie, you're out of your element. I see, you think this has nothing to do with you. Don't ever trash talk like Jesus. This is the Adventure Stash with Payson McCalvin. Today was a little brutal, though. I think it's funny. I think we're all, Payson was just saying how these rides, these, you know, long multi-day bikepack tours, they kind of catch up with you where you don't even necessarily feel like there's any amount of like sleep or food or coffee or anything that's going to get you going. You're just, your, your body kind of turns into like more of like a machine. You're just like, you're just doing the work, right? Just churning gears, but your mind just feels so tired. And I was expressing at least my last trip here was like the same thing. It was day seven. And I remember waking up and, you know, I'm not a caffeine drinker at home, but drinking like three cups of coffee and just literally getting on the bike yawning. And I was just like, oh, I'm just so depleted. So I don't know. Anyway, I think that we're like, what, day six or something like that. And we're all kind of feeling a little bit like that um, <laughs> with a couple big days to go. Uh, but I think uh, if anything, it's just like the wind today was, was savage at least in terms of um, we had a little bit of tailwind, a little bit of headwind, and then the rain was just so depleting because I think we all got pretty cold. And then, you know, the, the mixture of the wind and the rain is, is what, what gets you, right? It's like it, it's raining and when it's at your back, it doesn't really bother you, a tailwind. But when it's just coming straight in your face, everything's soaked and it's going through your jacket. And yeah, I think that just like depletes you because your body's burning so many calories to stay warm. So... I don't know. That was my. That was a bit of my experience. Recap of the day. Um, what was ninety-two miles? Just what, so everybody knows. Yeah. What was our route? Ninety-two miles. We we basically did the entirety of the west coast of the West Fjords, or the the majority sake of it. Right. Tomorrow we kind of we actually um have one more climb and go to the north. But today was brutal because we had three significant climbs, three level two climbs. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm learning things from facing here. There are like. Level three. 1,500 foot climbs. Yeah, they were like small climbs, 1,500 feet. But one of them was a kicker, eight, like 16% grade. The other one was like a 12% grade. The other one I think was a 12% grade. And the thing that is almost brutal about them isn't so much that the climbs were actually hard. They were, they were pretty fun. It was probably the funnest part of the day. But you get up to the top and you're just, you've been sweating and then you have a mega descent. And most of them it was like raining at the top. And just wind blast. And just wind blast. And you're like, well, I can't hang out here. If I hang out for a second, Payson would always kind of hang out, wait for Nicole. And I'm like, dude, are you sure? Are you okay? Like, and I wouldn't see him and I'd get worried because he's like throwing on every layer he has. And I'm like, dude, I have to descend or I'm going to get hypothermic. Hiding in the rocks. And like me and Layla had waited at one point and then it started to rain. And we're like, we're over this. We're going down. And then you rip down and you're like, you're trying to enjoy your descent, but you can't because you know that you're getting a, a descent that's like a ripping tailwind potentially, but then you turn and it like, if you're standing up, if you're like even like off the bike and not weighted, like a bike feels like it's going to get thrown from underneath you. And I don't know if you guys felt this, but when you go Definitely. over some of those bridges, the wind gets so weird because it funnels and you're just like, 
I'm just like want all my weight as low as humanly possible because I felt so squirrely. Those bridges are literally like a like a hole when running a river or something. Yeah, like they. Yeah, it, it's so it doesn't make any sense. You think that the crosswind is going to get worse because it's mm-hmm. elevated, but it's like you have crosswind, 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 and then randomly the bridge is just like this pocket. Calm. It makes yeah. no sense. But then right afterwards, like, yeah, exactly. Again. It's, it's wild. such a trip. The wind is such a weird force you deal with. And uh, today we, we felt, we, t- I feel like every other day had like the elements, like a little rain, a little, a lot of headwind. Well, and today was just like everything. It was a full mixture. And now comparative to this morning, looking outside, it looks like <laughs> absolutely horrendous, just like rainy and windy and whatnot. But I think the perk of the day, just to go straight into what my favorite thing was, was we ended at a hot spring that I've never been to. Um, You've never been to this hot spring? I've never, I've stopped here and I've looked at it, but there's a hot spring nearby here, the one at Flokalander, and I've always stopped there, but that one can get a little busy because it's right on the side of the road. This one, not as many people come up here because there's actually a pass. There's a pass that goes straight to Isafjorder if you wanted to like go a direct route. So people don't often come this way and go to Patrick's Fjorder and go to the cliffs and go do everything that we're doing. And so it's rad because we rode 12 more miles after we ate this massive lunch, which was amazing. But I think we all overate a little bit, yeah. probably because we were a little bit like vulnerable and we're like, food is comfort. Food is love. This is going to make. And also we're not sure where we're going to get our next meal. <laughs> yeah. We like, yeah, we, <laughs> I strapped a pizza to my bike and rode and I, we, yeah, it was ridiculous. It just yeah totally wet it out and got all weird but um but yeah it was cool to keep riding and then eventually we got in this hot spring and it's just it's the absolute dichotomy of iceland being so vulnerable you're just getting worked by weather and then all of a sudden you're in a hot spring with your friends and you're like smiling you're like wow this is like so peaceful and then the moment you get out of the hospital, you're like, this sucks <laughs> so bad. And like the 50 foot ride to like the, the Airbnb we're staying at was like the worst part of the day. <laughs> it so was. It was all wet. I just got soaked. And- I was full fight or flight. I was like, am I going to make it? I can yeah. see it, but I'm not sure yeah. I'm going to make it. <laughs> and so, yeah, that, that was kind of my highlight it was, um, was getting there and, and then just the whole day kind of just like washes off you and yeah. It was uh, it was cool to experience. It's a rad hot spring right by the ocean. Actually, probably the coolest one to kind of jump in the sea and jump back in. And I feel like everybody was just like, you know, just, yeah, melting away. Totally. I just had my eyes closed in that hot spring for like an hour. <laughs> I mean, I actually had like a lot of really weird out of body experiences here like in the wind because you kind of can't really tell where it's actually coming from and so you just kind of float around and then you're by like I'm like leaning so hard I'm like thinking what if it just stopped I would actually just fall over like I just feel like just a total noodle in the elements (laughs) Uh, but I do think that's like an important part of this Route is utilizing like the man-made resources and the natural resources around you to actually enjoy your time because I think the weather could just beat you down so hard that you're like not appreciating the place because it feels like it's attacking you. It's like the wind's coming at you, the rain's coming at you like because it is kind of inhospitable. I mean, but it's so, so beautiful. But then if you take, you know, an hour and go inside and have hot lasagna and then, you know, warm up and kind of get your brain back on, then you can like love it again. And then you could like appreciate like how dynamic the sky is instead of just keeping your head down. 
<laughs> I think that's so well said. Like this is the most beautiful place I've ever been, but man, you earn it. Yeah. I mean, I think my favorite part of the day, I loved the climbs. They were super fun. But then that last bit after the restaurant stop, it was like the the light coming through was so unreal. It was like the, the sea was like, like shining like gold. Right yeah, it was like down. you could hardly look at it. It was going to like Rue's blind you. Yeah, it was uh, crazy. We yeah, saw a little rainbow. Rue literally like squeaked, I think. She was like, oh, the light. <laughs> it was so cool. And then it was, then we were like actually on the coast and there were like little white capped waves coming mm. in. And I was like, wow, this is so, so cool. So that was probably the best uh, moment. But yeah, it was kind of a long day. But, you know, not so bad. Got cold enough that I was, like, having, like, like crazy burning legs once we finally got inside because they just got so soaked in cold. But I guess that's my fault for wearing shorts. <laughs> but it was, it was good. It worked out. Nicole, you're up. Today was really hard. <laughs> um, I had a couple really fun highs and a couple little lows I think um at one point today when we started the ride I was really a a little concerned because I was actually in um physical pain (laughs) battling the first like 20 minutes but um then something miraculous happened and we finished the first climb and all of a sudden my legs felt good which is uh unexpected and lovely and um the climbs were really fun and kind of absolutely beautiful and I I don't think we were being hit by the elements as hard on the climbs themselves um and I think one of the highs was just kind of watching Payson and Chris and Lael um just attack this hill together um and just climb it so fast (laughs) and it didn't make me feel bad (laughs) I felt great climbing at my speed I was just trying to keep my legs balanced for the remaining days but it was really um fun to see just uh the fast movement and then uh yeah towards the end I hit a little bit of a low where we had left the restaurant and we were just being hit so hard with with wind and rain and I could barely see (laughs) at one point and I was trying to draft but I couldn't figure out where the wind was coming from so I was just like just getting hit and getting tired and um yeah it was a it's a tough day but ending at the hot springs was uh lovely and we've been storytelling and that's always look always nice today was uh I think maybe ah not the not the most difficult day but close (laughs) It's like a most difficult day. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for what's coming next and glad that we got through today. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep mine short. I think my favorite part was riding a flail today, like through the elements. And um, when it finally cleared up, it was starting to get a little bit nicer. And we see this like sheep like out in the field and it looked like it was vibrating. And then we realized that it was just shaking its wool, like a dog shakes its fur. <laughs> and... Because it was wet and it was trying to get the rainwater off, but that was just a really funny sight. Uh, and then I saw it again uh, riding by myself, just like another sheep. 
um, shaking off its wool, the water off its wool, and I think it got like a little bit puffier. So that was just fun to see. And then like the animals, like um, by the hot tub, there is a seal, like maybe 30 meters away. And I was just expecting it to like bounce up onto the rocks and like join us. And a seagull was just soaring above the hot spring for like a good minute without even flapping its wings you know just just all the stuff that you see if you notice it it was cool yeah kind of like goes with what Lael said though too it's like if you're just bearing down and like in enduring the elements you kind of like miss all those little things and that those were like really cool moments that I feel like we had if you don't stop and you don't take it in then like yeah it can you can become defeated so quickly here um and which is I think what makes it such a challenging place to, to ride long distances and, you know, to, and to also absorb it at the same time. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I don't know why, but that seagull really grabbed my attention too. For people who are listening, people are, they're probably like, wow, cool. A seagull flew by, <laughs> but <laughs> Payson's lost it. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just, there's something about, the locals of this island that I have so much appreciation for, whether it's the humans or the animals. And this seagull just looked like it was huge, looked so strong and healthy. And it just kind of swooped in and hovered and was just surfing the wind right above the hot spring and came down really low and then landed right next to us. Um, and it was just sort of interesting to think about how the wind is, is, uh, that seagull's best friend. And, uh, I don't know. It was just a nice moment of reflection after a really, really hard day because being out here and, and these like riding around this route is really such a, an experience of extremes. I feel like, so it is interesting to just in your head, be cursing the wind hour after hour after hour. And then you're just basking in this hot spring and watching a seagull surf the exact same wind and having the time of its life. Anyway, um, tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh man, my, my mind and body kind of hurt thinking about thinking about <laughs> tomorrow, but, um, it's not, it's not a big day. Uh, it's actually a little shorter than today, like 10 kilometers shorter. So it's right around probably 82 to 85 miles, something like that. Um, we're going to head from the West coast of the West fjords, um, from this little, little hot spring town we're in, which is not a town, it's a village. Um, we, we basically go along the coast, really pretty white sand beach for like 10, 12 miles. Then we hit a climb up and over a pass. Um, and then we actually drop, we, we go over that pass and we're literally on the north, the north coast, which is rad. Um, so we drop into Patrick's Fjorder. And this is a really cool area. We, we won't really have the time to go see all the epic stuff here, but we're going to actually do a little out and back before we end the day in Patrick's Fjorder. So we actually kind of drop in and we see our accommodations and where we're going, but we're going to, we're going to rip all the way out to, um, Latrebug, which is like, which I'm butchering the name, but it's basically like the biggest cliffs in Iceland or some of them. And it's the furthest Western point of the West Fjords and the whole country. So it's kind of rad because you know, we're, we're going out to this really dramatic spot. It's a place where like thousands of puffins lay eggs normally, and they're actually gone for the season, but we'll be able to check out the cliffs, see the lighthouse, see this really dramatic kind of, you know, final section of the, of the West Fjords. And then um, we'll head back through that gravel pass and then uh, head back to Patrick's Fjorder. And then, and then the next day after that is actually my favorite day. It's a big adventure day. There's some kind of unknowns. We're going to 
you know, be going through some really cool terrain. So I'm psyched to psyched to do that and show everybody that terrain. But um, I kind of feel like these next three days, our final three days, um, are the most exciting. Just it's like kind of save the best for the last. I feel like it's like the coolest stuff. There's old ships washed up on the shore. There's a red sand beach and a white sand beach and these massive cliffs, like all in one area. Geologically speaking, I think it's the most dramatic. Um, it's kind of the places that I would say the West Fjords are known for like little towns like Flattery and Thingiri and whatever, whatever E you want to say. Um, but they're all awesome. And it's just, uh, it's going to be, cool to kind of be out there and i'm just hoping we kind of get a decent weather window so we can like again just absorb it take it in and and not rush so much because that again that's kind of what this trip's all about it's it's about not rushing it it's about documenting the beauty so that others can come and hopefully kind of uh yeah experience it as well so sweet <laughs> you look so tired right now <laughs> we're all just take it all in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i just need to sleep like yeah. What's the your... combination of trying to do all the social media and the early starts that we were talking about earlier what's your I, whoop score bro i don't know i think i've averaged five and a half hours of sleep this entire trip so i'm in the box sleep wise but gonna go to bed early and tomorrow's gonna be awesome every day has been awesome yeah hard does not mean bad no 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 What's challenging though is when it's, you're like, it's hard, but it could have been a lot easier if it wasn't <laughs> like that could have been just like, you know, like it's crazy thing about the other day where I'm like, did we even ride our bikes? And we went 40 miles and it felt like, it felt like we went for like a recovery spin. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. And like today was just, it's just such a different thing. You'd, you'd be like, we have a tailwind. And then you look over and you're like, oh, this is a short fjord. We're going to turn left and then we're going to be in a headwind again. Yeah. And then it was like, I don't know what was worse, the side wind or the headwind. It's just, it's, it's a demoralizing, you know, like you just don't know what you're going to get. And it's a bit of a, of a toss up. But I guess the cool thing about tomorrow is we literally zigzag. So it doesn't even matter what the wind is. We're going to get all of it at some point and we'll probably be some epic sections. Um, and then you'll know for the out and back what you're gonna face yeah oh. you're like we get a massive tailwind to the cliff <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and on that note <laughs> oh good night and good luck yeah, yeah good night <laughs>